Yes, thanks for tuning in to episode 27 of the Assassin's Creed Valhalla podcast, your weekly Assassin's Creed Valhalla podcast, the Assassin's Cast. I'm Jordan Joraptor, as always joined by Jordan from It's Jordan Does. Hello, man. Hey, how's it going? How are you? Great. Are you enjoying yourself in Valhalla? Yes, yes. But as people already noticed, thanks to the title of the show, we also have some rants. No, just some things that we want to see improved. We like the game both. I, th- I saw you already tweet about it. You're like trying to, because your prediction was that we will be tweeting like at some point that people are going to say this is the best as a screed. So you're already like kind of teasing them, right? Like kind of putting them in that mindset. Oh, y- yes. I think in terms of like an Assassin's Creed game, I think it's definitely one of the best. Um, I just finished like all the stories and stuff a few days ago, so Whoa. I'm like fresh off of that. And uh, no spoilers, don't worry, I won't spoil it for you. No, except there's that no Eivor spoilers. Dies in the first. Oh five my minutes. god! I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Layla um, is smoking. That wasn't a spoiler. That is. Yeah, sad. Layla. Yeah, she, she, Layla became a smoker. Yeah, and it's uh, it's all over. Yep, and and um, that's why Eivor has kind of this voice where it sounds like she's smoking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the animus smoking filter yeah <laughs> um no i uh yeah no i've just been really enjoying it as an assassin's creed game but from my past like combat experience for the more recent games like odyssey and origins i definitely have a few critiques but we can get into that yes. in a moment yeah let, let, let's do that because we i mean that's when you, if, if you like a game, you want to see improvements. Although, I think we can both agree that some things were just not really, like, finished. Or they did not have enough time to, like, properly implant some of the systems mm-hmm. that will especially be important later on in the game. Although, there are some decisions that I want to touch on as well that you you are not even aware of yet because someone reached out saying that he got the settlement on level six and you unlock some stuff there that is really like okay no that's that's not a great direction um so i want to like talk about that as well um thanks everyone for joining every thursday we of course live record the ss cast here on twitch.tv dash raptor thanks for the chats for coming in as these some people say Dennis, thank you, Dennis. Uh, if you don't know, Dennis is also working for the channel. He streamed for four hours yesterday for people to still get the Twitch drops. So I see some people like thank him because they finally got the Blood Eagle ships uh, set, uh, which is pretty awesome. And uh, yeah, it was exclusive for a week. I should have like I wasn't like aware for a long time. Otherwise, I would have like streamed more. But still, Dennis was able to like give it to some people by uh, by streaming and having the drops enabled. Um, of course, the podcast goes live every Saturday on your favorite podcast service, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and SoundCloud. You can go there as well, download it there. If you want to support the show financially, that would be awesome, but it's not necessary. But if you want to, you can hit the join button next to the subscribe button on my YouTube channel, Joe Raptor. And then for $2 per month, you get the video version of the show where I will be like showcasing some gameplay sometimes. And we already will see our beautiful faces and way, way more. So, um, I want to thank some people for becoming a Velociraptor member, uh, like Mitch Kirby, Tony Sanders, Andu, Fina, and Dustin as well. 
And I want to thank Tia for becoming a Raptor member. And that is the $5 per month tier. They get two days early access. So they can immediately enjoy the podcast on Thursday after we end the stream here on Twitch. If you cannot support the show financially, again, no big deal. Just rate us. That would be awesome on uh, Apple Podcast. Um, if you go there and leave a five-star review, then you might also appear on the podcast. Jordan, I think we got some uh, new reviews, right? Yeah. We got one from Master Assassin 470 Love it. I love this podcast, and I wake up every Saturday morning listening to this podcast, and I was wondering, what's the strongest weapon type is an axe in Valhalla? Uh, I, it sounds like you think it's an axe is what you're suggesting, but you're also asking. Uh, weapon type? I'd say, I don't know, right? If it's just melee combat right now, I think the the sp- the uh, daggers are a little like quick little stabby guys. You get a yeah, lot of if little. You, if you use two uh, of them, off of it. I, I, I totally. Uh, you also like build up a ton of adrenaline with that, which is like, yeah. And there's a lot of like on hit based perks in the game. So if you do a lot of quick hitting with your daggers, you can proc a lot of the perks like on your armor and stuff. Uh, so check that out. Uh, we also have one from they had to do this on purpose because they know I read their names out. So I'll do my best. Uh says great podcast. <laughs> Hello, Jordan. You know who I'm talking about. See, they're they're just they're just messing with us now. Keep up the great work. I hope everyone's listening and reading this review is having a great day. I would like to congratulate you on the good work. I have two quick questions about Valhalla. Do zealots drop order medallions? And two, what's the best Orlog strategy? Uh, For one, zealots do drop order medallions. So in order for you to finish that whole quest line, you do have to kill all of the zealots. Um, Number two, I don't know if you've played Orlog, the dice game, very much, Jor, but I... I have. So my best Orlog strategy is I do try to steal as much. I don't know what it's called, but there's like ability power. Like each dice person has ability power. Oh, yeah, and you yeah. can use a claw to steal some. Uh, so I try to steal as much as I can. Um, but I also try to be pretty aggressive. So I'll do a lot of axes to try to chip away as many stones as I can. So don't be too passive. Try to like try to push it a little bit i don't know that's my best quick die strategy before we turn this stream into an orlog stream (laughs) (laughs) i I, that's totally like something that i want to like dive more into after i like seen more for like the regular content so yeah uh, i see by the way in the chat people like comfort saying double spear by far is also really powerful and like when trying the uh, the daggers uh, I actually oh, okay. I got some like footage of here of me like using the daggers, um, especially with like the fire strike. It's it's just insane. Um, but like the spears are basically like two spears are basically like two daggers, but with a longer range, only a little slower. So uh, not sure what I'm I'm doing here. I'm like, I think I got like a text or something. So that's why uh, <laughs> I'm standing still. Either way, uh, yeah, so Double Spear is also really good. Mm-hmm. And Orlok, I don't know. But thanks for the, for, the, for the reviews. Okay, Jordan, we've been teasing it. 
We hate the game. Yes. Let's mm-hmm. get it out of the way for now. <laughs> Let, let's actually get out of the way first that we really like the game. Uh, you, you already kind of talked about it. Um, with you in terms of, I think it's really interesting how they looked at Origins and Odyssey in a way as well. And in many ways, you see that this game is from the creators of Origins because they really mm-hmm. took a lot of systems from that game. Um, but yeah, it's cool that they they yeah they kind of found the sort of middle way and still were able to bring back a lot of the assassin elements. I know the London story arc is like supposed to be pretty good for like uh, assassin. I'm like doing all the other side stuff, so I still have to reach that. But uh, I will get that. Wow. I'm like you've got a long way to go, friend. The story is extensive and quite long. I I know, and I'm like what I'm now doing is like I'm working on videos. Uh, for the, for almost a full day and then at the end of the day I play for like a few hours and then continue the story and I actually found out mm-hmm. that because I'm like already like above the 200 power level doing the main story missions it's like super easy for me um I did switch to hard mm-hmm. uh, which difficulty are you playing now I play on the hardest one oh, yeah uh, Dranger the very hard fair um, like, yeah I think it, that it, yeah, it's actually incredibly too. challenging still uh, okay, but cool. don't worry. The very last story arc is a 350 power level. So, uh, uh, no, yeah, I, I, I mean, I already defeated many, like the daughters of Larian. The final one's also 340. Mm-hmm. I defeated her in 106. So, like, if you just mm-hmm. play, that, that's what I really like about the game. So overall, I think we're both like high on the game, um, mm-hmm. and that, and like. Apart from the bugs, like, I don't want to talk about stuff like, okay, in my, when I do a raid, someone will not help me out with the chest or uh, somebody. Uh, I did the, the side mission with Ronfi the other day, and suddenly she was like a flying sword. Uh, that was kind of weird. <laughs> so there are still weird issues, and I'm even playing, like, on PlayStation 5. I think the performance on, like, the current-gen systems is even worse. So yeah. they will have an update, by the way. Uh, normally we talk a little bit about news as well. They fixed the mm-hmm. seer bug, so some people were not able to continue past that very first seer Solens mission. They had a, a hot fix for that, but there should be like a big patch coming before the end of the month, so likely by the next episode, I would think, or maybe in that week. And hopefully that addresses many of the issues um, that we're having. Likely not all of them, but still like just some weird things or. I, I, I'm still like kind of sad. I did the, an assault the other day, and the AI is just not good, and that takes you out of that whole assault experience, right? Where, or there are like weird things. You break a gate, and then it opens up, but then there are already allies on the other side. Like what the heck? I don't know if you saw. Yeah, that. yeah, I, I did pick up or notice that thing. I think they just have kind of like theater sections in the assaults where they just have like chunks of guys who like help you uh my favorite bug though have you noticed this have you used the mentor set at all like yeah yeah a a bit though i I changed to the fame set uh afterwards all right have you put your cloak on so you should try this right now i think you don't put your arms up so like your cloak just puts itself up (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> really and it looks kind of funny it's a little goofy uh i don't know if it's every time but i've seen it at least like three or four times using that set and uh, it gives me a good laugh because it just seeing this hood like levitate itself over your head 
uh, is pretty funny. Um, okay, I'm now only doing it with the cloak, and it, it works, so that's kind of... I, I, I do think that that's, oh, like, no, an issue is you that go. you're, you're, like, even if you are not bold, like, as a character, your hair will... Oh, that's also, like, a bug. Your hair will sometimes disappear when you, like... I think it's, like, when you have oh, a helmet yeah. on, and then do the cloak. Yeah, see? Oh, <laughs> I have no hair. Oh... <laughs> uh, so that's kind of weird. Oh no, it's it is funny. Oh yeah, it's just like briefly bald for a moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's funny. So, for our audio listeners, Jor is live showcasing us bald Avor. Uh, yeah, you're not missing much. No, I mean, <laughs> if you like play bald like male Avor and then switch to female Avor, she will be bald as well. So uh, then you will experience the same. No, but in this episode, I mostly wanted to talk about things that we want to see improved. That were like more things that that are in that are not like glitches that that were put there, intended, or that just aren't that don't feel finished. Um, yeah. One one of the things that I kind of asked about them like multiple times because. Sure, we are still, like, I think many people watching right now, I think people listening to this podcast, we will be the, the people that hit that, uh, that high power level, uh, power, uh, highest power level. Do you, by the way, know what the highest is? That when you will unlock the, the mastery nodes? I, I know think it. the mastery nodes come out once you've hit every single node. So you'd have to count yeah. them all up, would be And that's guess. 400. I... 400. 400. Okay. Yeah. So when you hit 400, these mastery notes will appear. Um, but like the the highest level region in the game right now is 340, and already I'm like 220 or something. Already, it, I, I, every region is too easy for me. Like even the skill, like I and I don't want to like spend or record all my footage in one region. So that I already said that like. Because there's no enemy scaling, and it's pretty funny where in Origins everyone wanted enemy scaling and then they added it post launch. In Odyssey, it already had enemy scaling at the start of the game, and then they mm -hmm. added a feature that let you kind of turn off enemy scaling. Um, and in this game. No, it just like made everyone a little less than you. Like, yeah, two they, levels less than yeah, you. Yeah, they, they just weren't able to like completely remove it, I think, because otherwise they likely would have done that. But. Uh, and now in this game, we're back to Origins. Because what am I going to do? Like, when you hit that 400 power level... Re like, there's a, there's going to be a big problem. Uh, and again, this is for a small percentage of people. But this is for the post-launch. Like, um, talking about some news. This is the most successful Assassin's Creed they ever made uh, in the first week. It sold, like, double the amount of Odyssey. Or at least had double mm -hmm. the amount of players. And they said in that press release that they they have this robust post-launch plan. So that is awesome. We saw that with Origins and Odyssey. It's cool. It will likely be more with this game. But the problem is going to be that people who are going to enjoy that post-launch content will be so overpowered that I don't think there's going to be any fun content to do. Because if you hit that 400 uh, level, you're already 60 power levels above the highest region in the game right now sure there's mm -hmm. one boss that is actually 400 not sure if you know who that is um th so th I'm that's pretty, pretty sure i've i've had to have fought them by now <laughs> it's not it's a uh, part of the mythical worlds 
So it's like a, oh, okay. an optional boss. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so okay. yeah, that's like 400, but I'm I'm still not sure how you can like repeat those because uh, uh, the codev director like told me that you were able to uh, repeat the mythical enemies, but the the problem is going to be because. Even on power level 400, you can get above that. Like, you can get new skill points, spend them on these mastery notes that increase your bear, wolf, or raven skill line, and then get above the 400. What is even worse, and someone reached out to me about this, that if you reach settlement level 6, so completed every raid uh, in the game, likely finish the story as well, because I'm like level 5 right now, and as I said, I'm still like, like chipping away at the story at my own pace and there mm -hmm. are just no buildings to upgrade for me anymore like there are some buildings that you can like upgrade for a second time to get a better feast boost um but mm -hmm. so i i probably have to like continue with that um but what happens on settlement level six is that you can buy skill points with silver you can go to defender and there's this book of something i can't remember the name on top of my head but like for 800 mm. silver you can buy a skill point and i made a video on this fishing tactic where in 10 minutes you can get like more than thousand silver even more like there's a drinking game as well that you can just repeat and then if you win you get 200 yeah. silver so what you can do is farm for silver spend that silver on skill points and then you are like power level like they because that is the problem they they did this in origins as well and i already kind of did not like it in origins because at some point you would like increase your master warrior notes and it would like increase one percent of your base damage so every skill point you spent you got one percent extra base damage but i at one point stopped spending points there because if you put like 50 points in there you're suddenly doing almost double the amount of damage like that's insane so but the yeah. problem with Valhalla is that you also upgrade your... Like, your skill points are also your level. So now you can basically buy levels. And in the Helix store, you can buy silver as well. So if you have a credit card uh, with unlimited money, you can go to the Helix store, but buy there's silver. Zero... There's no incentive yeah, there's to do like... so, but why, yeah, is, the, no why is there no cap? So. Why is there no cap? Hey. It's it's not necessarily the cap for me. It's mainly the like like you mentioned the level scaling or the challenge. Um, like I'm at I think almost three hundred and twenty skill points or something. Um, and at this point, even on the hardest difficulty, there's not really a an enemy I come across. I, I have also like learned a lot of the tells of like all the different enemy types. So we, there is going to be a point in any game where you're going to like figure it out and you're going to just naturally understand the game. Sure. But at the same time, they, they did introduce these mechanics and features. They've introduced this skill tree, these runes, these gears and all this stuff to kind of lean into this kind of augmented kind of combat system where you get a like kind of, play around and goof but like like you mentioned there's only one region with challenging uh enemies in them if you were to even like some people would argue that they're not challenging uh but as you get more 
skill points, they just get easier and easier. It doesn't matter what the difficulty is. You're just going to like stab them in a few hits. So like your ability to kind of, yeah, the replayability of it or the post-launch definitely feels like well underneath what Odyssey's was. Um, yeah, but and sure in order you will... for you to like, in order for you to like challenge yourself, you have to like undo your whole skill tree. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. you literally just reset your whole skill tree, go back to like power level one, and like. But then what is then the whole like point of that challenge. extra level system after four hundred? Like, even but maybe why is there, there is. Yeah. So you could argue, like, maybe there is some robust post-launch. Like, we don't know what these raids are that are coming out. So maybe there is going to be this thing where we're going to be playing this one particular feature more so than others. Maybe that's what they wanted. But at the same time, from what I've seen, it feels like the combat system, the animations and the enemies were the primary focus. And then the actual stats and fighting and skills and like crit chance, all that type of stuff, I think was kind of uh, put towards the last priority focus. Yeah. And I think we're kind of experiencing that with the post-launch of this game. Yeah, and we're not we're not even in the post-launch. I'm just worried that yeah. uh, that 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 there will be like some uh, just some like the power differences that that are very hard to restore at some point because you don't want to make a raid for power level thousand because then a few people can play it. But what what will this power level thousand player do in a four hundred raid? So then we need scaling uh, for that. Mm -hmm. But then why would you even go to power level thousand if it scales anyway? That was kind of the Odyssey problem at some point. Only your upgrades would get higher in price. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a the other thing that's interesting is like what is the like power level of the DLCs going to be like? They're gonna probably have to put it at like an entry level power level. It's probably gonna be like two hundred or something like that. And yeah, um, yeah, or we'll even lower. I think see. they actually said in the in the in the post launch press release that you can like even access these these uh, DLCs like at your settlement pretty early in the game because they of course want people that maybe fell off during the main story to still kind of play that or buy that. But yeah, mm -hmm. at that point you need scaling because for us it will then be a walk in the park and you don't want that to be a, our experience. Um, mm -hmm. But like, it just... It, it, I feel kind of like they want to go down this, this RPG route with this game, but if you really look at it from an RPG sort of balancing and uh, progression s system, it's like completely flawed. Yeah. It's definitely like this thing that the last three Assassin's Creed games have wanted to introduce. And I think that they did do a good job of kind of returning to form for Assassin's Creed, but they kind of did underserve the RPG elements to a degree. So did Odyssey. Like it, it's not just like Odyssey had the RPG stuff figured out. It did if introduce some interesting things, like the conquest system and all these types of stuff. But it, it is kind of obvious to a degree that like 
they want to sell an RPG game, but not really like fulfill upon that. Yeah. Um, the mechanics of it. Not that they don't want to. I don't want to say they don't want to. I'm sure there's people who are working on who really wanted to put their best effort. And, and, and I guess what's frustrating is it feels like you're kind of short of the finish line just a little bit. It's like the whole rune systems and the gear perks and like all that stuff and going to Gunnar and upgrading the rarity. All those are really fantastic ideas and mechanics for an RPG type thing. But when you're expanding or growing your character with skill or with gear or upgrading and swapping in runes and you show up and there's enemies that just die in one hit regardless of what rune you have or what ability you use or what gear you have equipped, then it kind of leaves a a little bit of a bad taste because you're kind of like, well, then why do we have all this other stuff? Like, why should I socket runes in if it Mm -hmm. doesn't matter? You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, So it kind of like spoils the feature, the cool features that they introduced. And I think that Odyssey um, had that better in place at the launch than this game. You were kind of like trying to experiment with things. uh, And that's also maybe where the sort of bullet spongy enemies uh yeah make more sense i still think like i got mm-hmm. i gotta be honest like try seeing the different perks on the weapons i still think that half of them is not exciting but some some weapons do have like fun things um and seeing combining them like immediately you, you do see connections and it's kind of fun to toy around with that but like you said if there's no reason to to try and toy around with it 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 kind of falls apart but mm-hmm. uh that is totally something they because let's be honest, like having a progression RPG system is what is going to keep people playing this game um, for like a longer time After than storyline. Yeah, yeah, to build our character and to try different things, um, and that is mm-hmm. I think what 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 Odyssey kind of showed, and that's why I think the rune system is so random. Like they are not giving you they could have. And you saw that, for example, with a game like Ghost of Tsushima, where getting specific sort of charms that you can then put on your weapon all had specific spots. Finish this mission, kill this enemy, you get this item. And in this game, they don't do that. And I think one of the main reasons is so you are, like, grinding and looking for that that, that item in the end. Um, So I I totally think that... There is, like, each order of ancient member does drop like a specific rune but is it the uh, same depending on i i don't think so because people send send us like uh runes that they got and um like uh dennis uh he finished he killed all the targets and he doesn't have that rune that that other person got from these order of ancients which would also mean that you can like save before an order of agent kill the kill him see what you got re-roll yeah yeah it's the same thing i've the runes are randomized so if you guys i don't know quick tip for anyone who's hunting runes just just like odyssey just save don't open up the market uh at like your anywhere on the map because it's all the same market uh just save before you open it and then open it see if it has the runes you want buy them and then you have to wait another 30 minutes or so until it resets or uh, reload your save and you can re-roll runes inside the shop. So if you're mm-hmm. looking for 
because uh, it kind of seems like the legendary weapon runes are the most valuable. For oh sure. yeah, for sure. It has it has things like on a predator bow or any kind of bow. If you shoot, like uh, if you shoot someone like enough times, they uh, like a, a smoke bomb will appear. Or if you hit someone, kill someone with a headshot from a distance, it'll make put like a sleepy potion for anyone around them. So like, there's a bunch of interesting like runes. That's kind of, I guess, yeah, like wrapping back around. To, it is like, there's all these cool and fun and interesting things, but for the most part, you don't really get around to them until later in the game. And by the time it's later in the game, the enemies aren't as challenging anymore so like the idea of using a lot of this stuff feels not as fun you kind of have to like um it's it's like on the player to challenge themselves yeah yeah. <laughs> when it, i feel like it's kind of on the and, game and, and just the that, you know the the sort of mistakes in a way that that they made with origins where they had these awesome roaming bosses um that would then disappear like it's cool to fight these sellouts and to have them like be special enemies, but you fight and then the fight is over for three minutes and then you might encounter them a little later in the game as well. But that is also like something that we will see when more people finish the game is, oh, I wish these sellouts were back because then you had these like bosses running around and Odyssey, yeah. it felt that Odyssey was actually a response to uh, the feedback from, from Origins. And now we're back where we were with Origins. Like, uh, and, so, yeah. and at one point, I'm like showcasing uh, le a legendary animal here to f fight. I'm just like selecting some random footage so you don't have to see our face all, all the time. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and, and that, that at one point, they will be gone as well. So at one point, we will, and I also find it hard, and that, that's what I liked about Odyssey. I find it hard to look where camps were. Um, like it's it's pretty hard to notice uh, where you can like fight enemies, uh, if that makes sense. Like y yeah. you, at, if, if you haven't, if you completed the wealth icon, you just the the map feels kind of empty, and you have to remember, oh yeah, this is where a bandit camp was that I can go to. Yeah, yeah, it definitely feels like like the late game is underserved in this one in comparison to odyssey and for people who like like these systems again like i'm okay with a standalone assassin's creed game that goes through a really good story you have some weapon customization i really do love the rpg aspect it's just the it's the half-baked a little kind of like teasing like oh here's all this runes you get to upgrade rarity and and like i've spent a lot of hours like calculating a lot of the damages and things and you just kind of look at it and and they're not super impactful like at the end of the day like one uh like one crit rune like doesn't even add a full one percent crit chance oh yeah so, yeah like <laughs> what what is the so... percent, what is the number because you have to talk you have to 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 uh to talk about this how what you kind of did so add a dummy in the okay so if anyone wants to test any of this stuff if you're like me and you like to like poke around into the numbers go back to norway where in the there's an early mission it, it's a little spoilery but not really spoilery 
there's an early mission in Norway where you have to assassinate targets uh, to test out your new hidden blade. And those dummies respawn constantly. So you can go there to like test damage out. Um, I went there for a few hours. I've hit over 2,000 dummies <laughs> <laughs> to test a lot of this stuff. And uh, it for our uh, audio listeners, I'm going to direct you here. It's to your right a little bit where you're at. Uh, if you go to the right, you're kind of going away from it. Um, but um, I, I see it. The uh, essentially what ended up calculating is like all those numbers in your stat screens. Like you see this thing called crit pre. I I'm pretty sure that that was not the final intended uh name for it so keep in mind with development and and covid and stuff yeah just go kill a bunch of those and then turn around and they'll be respawned um what happened is is they created what's like a crit score it's kind of like a dice roll so whatever score you have on like don't think of it as chance but more of a score so when you let's say you have a dagger that has 111 uh crit score that's not 111 crit chance because uh, each crit score is a about approximately like 0.25% of a oh, chance. Wow. So if you kind of like, if you kind of do the math, like a, if you have 110 crit score, it's about an 18% or 20% crit chance. Uh, and so in order for you to get to like faint death in front of the, uh, yeah, the yeah. dummy, that was so funny. Um <laughs> And, uh, but keep in mind two things like headshots are always a guaranteed crit chance. So there's all kinds of stuff, but they don't count. They don't, what do you mean? They don't count for, uh, things that, for example, trigger on a crit, like for example, there's a dagger that gives you health back on a crit doesn't count for the, for the headshot. Gotcha. Um, and so, yeah, there's just a lot of like things like that where when you kind of do the math it's like those crit crit chance and crit runes kind of really don't matter uh when it comes to dps so um it's just more of like a a little bit of a tease like it's a really awesome system it's really fun but it's just like missing uh just enough complexity i guess for it to be actually like fun and engaging and usable so okay uh that nerd uh, math session over <laughs> <laughs> nice nice but i had some fun with those questions. dummies man i had some fun yeah what yeah, a thing. so yeah. that's a for your for your future videos jor you can go there to test out stuff yeah that's actually cool <laughs> thanks people for subscribing there as well uh in the twitch chat appreciate it with the prime of course there's a prime pack for people who don't know made a video on it Get mm -hmm. it, and if you have Twitch Prime, then you also have a free sub, and would be greatly appreciated if you give it here. But you can, of course, do with it what you want. Um, if people in the chat also have things that they are like into that that they that they want to see improved, let me know. I think that we can like touch on some briefings. Um, the John Viking system is like there, but not really there. Like, why? Mm -hmm. It's so hard to recruit. I did have like the notification the other day where it was like. Someone use your Jones Viking, you get a hundred silver. So I'm not sure. Nice. Like that's so random. 
I, I remember when you when the Jones Viking system was announced, you said, "Oh, you're gonna be rich because everyone will be recruiting your uh, Jones Viking." But uh, that's uh, looks yeah. like no. And well, and think about it. If they could, then you could go and buy a thousand skill points, and then you could like be continue to one shot people. Yes. Yes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that that sounds great. Oh, we got we got we got the hype train going. Thanks, everyone. Um, so yeah, you have the dummies in your hidden ones hot in your settlement as well. But like Jordan says, they don't respawn. So that's uh, kind of yeah. And I'll just kind of also like wrap up with a few things. Is like is also because of this investment towards this like mastery skills or like the this like. The marketing leaned heavily on all these different enemy types and weapon types and, and animations. And at the end, like I'd like to be able to like go fight more spoiler alert, there's ice giants in the game, or like uh raids or like different other challenging uh, uh enemy types in there. And so like going back and like playing that as or fighting those enemies as like a uh uh arena i saw someone ask yeah, that in like the in chat a, like is there an yeah, arena like no an there's arena. not no there's not an arena but like i don't know i i'll keep saying this until uh someone on the development team in assassin's creed hears me and like implements it in a game is like we have the animus why can't we load into a blank animus room and just load up as many enemies as we want <laughs> And have them run right at us at any power level. Like that would almost be like the simplest. Like it wouldn't be the best way to like. Uh, yeah, but I, I just don't know RPG who, who would play that. Maybe we, but <laughs> that that's kind of that's where... what I'm saying. Is like that solves that it, for now. That would solve this. Like, what do you do once you're a higher power level? Itch like load in a thousand power level like citizen with a broom or something like yeah, yeah. think about the types of content you could even make with that like it's just uh it's another part of the game that's like uh there's fans of that and um it'd be fun to kind of like goof around with that for sure oh. i got only 50 silver for my jumps viking that sucks <laughs> uh, people spent uh where you where greedy. does the other where don't, does the other don't 50 be greedy, go? Joy. Where does the other 50 go? They they spend that 100. Gets this lady, this taxes. lady at your barrack gets gets all the money. Yeah, how she's got to feed the Jones Vikings, man. It costs money. You right, can't just I, accept yeah. to take all of it, you know. I mean, I I'm getting supplies, so don't they like like that? Yeah. Um, greedy jor man and, and i see i see some people ask like will the will we have like customization for us like they have multiple plans for the jumps viking system uh also like a leveling system at one point um so that will totally mm -hmm. be coming they, they really want to focus on this but just so far it feels like a wasted opportunity because i'm not even sh like we should have cared about this from the start with how they were kind of like teasing this and stuff like that and now it's just really mm -hmm. there but yeah. Also, of course, a visual customization, uh, visual customization feature for ourselves, because I told you this as well the last time. Actually, I think at the end, the bike outfit is a chest piece. I love yeah. it. It looks awesome, but and it is the only outfit without a cloak. I know a lot of people want that, so you have a hood without a cloak. 
You cannot, you can still not fight with the cloak, but uh, or like fight with the hood on. But it, it but looks it like cool. ruins the the set the bonus. Set bonus. Yeah, because yeah. you have to equip uh, an item, and I can upgrade it though. I think, of course. The I don't get why they change. wouldn't have just made like a Bayek set, like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because they did that for Alexio or for uh, yeah for Alexios for Odyssey as well with the Ezio armor. Oh. Yeah. But maybe this like a sort of like because this feature screams visual customization or just like a because this outfit and there are some other outfits in the game as well like this that completely change your look while they are just one piece. So that totally screams yeah. give us like a slot where we can put those. Instead of having it impact our uh, our gear, yeah, or just do like the transmog system from Odyssey again, where yeah, you yeah. can just pick and choose what visualization you want on which piece. I can um, only put one, especially because this is a beautiful photo mode. It's a beautiful game from an art direction perspective, and so think about all the people who are going to be taking all kinds of photos in game. You can't upgrade it either. Interesting. Yeah. So and you so you just keep one rune slot, which is uh, weird. Well, it does. Like we were complaining about earlier, like your damage doesn't matter anyway. So I guess <laughs> you don't need a mythical Bayek outfit. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, in a way, the visual customization well, feature is already here. What's also frustrating too is like, uh, is the melee the chest piece is the only armor piece that has like a legendary uh rune slot so um oh yeah all the rest don't don't so okay jordan uh, are we ready for predictions i think we should do predictions okay. yeah uh i'm looking at yours so for people who don't know at the end of every episode we like to do predictions and um what what is kind of the thing is that we did launch predictions and we will talk about them later when we go more full spoiler mode. Um, and now we're making post-launch predictions for the start of the first DLC. So when the first DLC launches mm -hmm. in early spring. And you got one where I'm like, no, that's not going to happen, I think. I got to say, I like the Reda system. Like the, the, the items that are in the store right now. How do you? Yeah. Because people were like talking about it that I my pronunciation of scimitar is not correct. So how would you say it? Scimitar. Scimitar. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. The, the C is silent, I believe. So it's okay. like if yeah, scimitar. Scimitar. Okay. Well, there is a yeah. scimitar in the Reda shop this week, so get it. I would say because it's pretty good. Uh, and there is a yes. shield that has the same perk as the Raven Clan shield, and that's a Helix item. So there are two shields with the same perk, and one is the first shield you get in the game, uh, which is quite <laughs> weird. Okay, just drop it on us, and I think they I, already announced um, actually that this is not gonna be the case. But oh, all right. Well, then I'll just take the L now. We will not get any more. So I'll be honest, why I chose this. It is, we will not get any more free gear. All the rest of the gear will come from DLCs and Helix Store. This is a very pessimistic prediction because I want to put know, a friendly fire. If anyone from the development team is listening, like there's only three flails in the game. 
you made really cool flails. You made really cool flail animations. It's really fun to use them. I don't know. Give me a few more flails. So I'm hoping that uh, that this prediction makes them think a is little that, bit is more. Is that including the helix flail? Flail? No. Okay. So Default game. So yeah. I, whenever I say like um, in the game, you like mean without the, the helix. in the numbers? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna uninclude the helix store just so that people know like what the base but game number because is. Like, of there's Reda, three I do flails think... in the base game. Yeah, okay, but because Reda, like now the scimitar, people can easily get it. Like if you do your dailies, you yeah. are just buying that weapon. So it is pretty easy True. actually to to get these helix store okay, weapons. There's four flails in the yeah, game, George. Sure. Do you think that that's plenty of flails? No, that's still not a lot, man. Can we change some shields for flails? That would be nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's like almost 20 shields. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I want to meet the, the shield guy who like, yeah. he's just cranking out, man. Staying up all night during like COVID lockdown, just cranking yeah. shields. <laughs> <all summer. laughs> I think he was allowed to stay in the office so he could work faster. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I'm I'm saying a pretty easy one, so I should like tweak it a little bit. I'm saying level scaling will be added so for the f before the first DLC. I hope uh, sooner okay. than that. Um, but I'm gonna say that. So I say that can be turned on and off. And I, I feel that's... like that's pretty fair because part of me is a little scared that it won't be. That they will not add it. Yeah. Okay. And that they will just Part say, reset thinks, your skill points. I don't think they'll say that. I think they just won't acknowledge it. Okay. Part of me thinks like they didn't... Not that they didn't think it through. That makes it sound so rude. I mean like that it's not as a big of a priority in comparison to other things. But it will be in this post-launch. Like It will be if the new DLC comes out yeah. and we are over-leveled. I think you're right. It will be like a big problem. It's already yeah, a big problem I, for for people who blaze through the game. Once you're at around sixty plus hours into the game, you'll notice it. Yeah, for sure. You're you're like, damn, everything's too easy now. Okay. Yeah. Um, or like at uh, I don't very, know if you very want to change it. You can. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. I'm gonna put it there. If you're okay with it, then I'm gonna get the easy win, of course, because obviously with the launch predictions, that that secret safe. That broke me, man. That broke me. For people yeah. who listen to the podcast for a while, they know you uh, made Spoiler the Spoiler alert. I swear I didn't I didn't know. And yeah, then I yeah. saw it and I was like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I was like, Sigurd, no, go it away. Leave me to die. <laughs> but no, he couldn't have. He could not help himself. It would have it would have been a very uh it would have been a very slow game. Or quick game if Eivor died within the first yeah. five minutes, like yeah. I've uh, mentioned. For sure, for sure. And uh, that's the end of the podcast. We will do a quick uh, post show as well. Thanks everyone for listening. We're live every Saturday, and of course, if you want the show early, you can head over to my YouTube channel, Joe Raptor. Hit the join button next to the subscribe button. Become a Raptor member for five dollars per month, and then you get the show immediately after the Twitch stream, or you can watch it here live on Twitch like many of you are doing. And thanks for, for joining mm -hmm. here. That's awesome. Uh, we will talk to you in a moment. Um, 
yeah, get the show, leave reviews, that is nice. We actually wanted to talk about some inquiries, but uh, not a lot was sent. So if you got some things that you want us to talk about, your own experience with the game that we're really, like, interested in, or starting next week, I think I will just, like, talk more to the chat so we can have, like, more interaction because I do see, like, a ton of comments there. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, send it over, assassinscast.com. So the name of the podcast.com. If you want to join my Discord, it's been uh, going well, actually, thanks to Jordan's help as well. Nice. He helped me set it up. Joraptor.com-discord. That, that, that will take you to the invite. And uh, they can chat for Hollow with me and other people. And Jordan, you have a Discord as well. And where can people find you? Yeah. And when do we Don't see that? Don't join his. <laughs> Only join my Discord. Yeah, you got to choose. Don't join. We, 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 are, we don't allow you to, to be in both. Although I notice a lot of familiar faces in both of them. So, oh, nice. Um, they're pretty much very people. similar. Very similar. So just, uh, yeah. Mine is also builds.ac slash Discord. But mainly... Go to wherever you have fun. Find yourself the best gaming community you can and have fun with yeah, them. That's all sure. I That's all I can advise you to do. And Appreciate that crit chance you video you teased on Twitter. When? I'm I'm checking my uh, feet. I'm i I'm gonna be doing a combat video and I'm going to outline how it like how it, it sucks. Like no. basic ba basic combat tips, which a lot of people have already done to kinda help uh, those folks but then also like advanced like if people want to really poke a little deeper i'll give you some details uh but yeah cool don't expect it to be super uh i don't know i haven't tested fire damage or anything like that yet it's open that area is yeah it's well the abilities are but like if like i'm trying to figure out the efficiency of runes like in how much they actually oh matter. okay <laughs> I'm really curious to, to see the results. I, I'd like to be able to like see the numbers of like, oh yeah, the f honestly, in my testing right now, I'll just give you a little nugget. Stun is actually looking to be the most impactful to DPS. Okay, so far, okay. because it reduces their armor, which makes it easier to do damage to them. So if you throw a bunch of stun on some daggers, you can really. Um, you can hurt some folks that way. Nice. Okay, so we should expect that in the coming days, or I will. Otherwise, I will <laughs> teach you about it next week. So we will. We yeah, will get it fine. either way. I'm gonna uh, work on it this weekend. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, and yeah, like again, I want to say we both like the game, and that's why we want to see the improvements. I thought it was like good because while playing the the things that 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 you really like, like the combat, I'm loving the combat. I'm loving the dual wield system that actually you're figuring out different combinations like the further you get you go and then you're kind of rocking that and then at some point you get a new weapon so you're kind of switching around and i think the dual wield system mm -hmm. is really one of the best improvements they made that's a lot especially with the heavy dual wielding skill that i totally underestimated like i first thought sure two two-handed weapons but it's actually way more interesting if you think about it like one two-handed weapon in one hand and then regular weapon in the other hand so there are a ton of combinations yeah. possible which is uh, really cool mm -hmm. and switching your weapon hands around so uh we will be playing more we will be uh making videos i'll of course also have them up on my channel so stay tuned for that thanks for listening and uh we'll speak to you uh very soon goodbye <laughs>